0: Hi there, it's Amy Carlson, the Toxin Terminator, and I have had the privilege of working with Rachel Varga since I believe about July. Rachel and I met through a mastermind that we both belong to, and let me tell you, she has got the most beautiful skin I have ever seen from anyone. And if I was going to trust someone with my skincare and helping me develop that beautiful glow, that beautiful radiance from inside, it was gonna be Rachel Varga. She is the walking example of doing exactly what she says. She's walking the walk and talking the talk. I was able to do a a one-on-one consult with her and I loved that she listened to my needs and my concern. As a plus 50 year old woman, I knew that aging was something I needed to worry about. I knew that because of the things that I had done when I was younger, I certainly had been causing damage to my skin. And I also knew because of some of the products I had been previously using on my skin, I was also causing damage to my skin she listened to my needs. She looked at what I had going on currently. And she also listened to my needs of wanting a more holistic approach to really taking care of my skin as I continue to age. And that was super important to me that she listened. Now I've been using her products now for at least the past 30 to 45 days. And I can see a huge difference already and know that there's still more forthcoming. I, I trust in the products that she has given me. I trust in the science behind what she does. And I trust in Rachel, and I know you can too. Thank you. Hey,
1: everyone. Welcome to the Rachel Varga podcast. I'm a registered nurse and an advanced aesthetic nurse since 2011, and I've helped thousands of clients from all over the world achieve beautiful, healthier, and happier skin. I'm a firm believer in in aligning your body, mind, and spirit in order to reach the highest level of beauty. I'd like to introduce you to my very special guest, Chelsea Forbes. Chelsea joins us from Victoria, where she practices as a registered massage therapist. Thanks for joining us today, Chelsea. Thank you for having me. In this four-part series, we are going to dive straight into a number of different things, including the nuances of massage therapy, including prevention, rehabilitation, and optimization. Next, we are going to discuss the many ways yoga brings health and magic into our lives. Then we are going to dive into how when life gives you lemons, like acne-prone skin or crazy curly frizzy hair, how it can be a blessing in disguise on the path of self-discovery and learning about self-care. The last segment in this four-part series is going to get into overcoming trauma and getting into the shadow sides of our lives. Be sure to catch all four episodes in this series with Chelsea Forbes. Let's get started. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Rachel Varga podcast where I have the lovely Chelsea Forbes registered massage therapist and yoga instructor, and we are getting real here. We are going to be doing the last part in this four part series where we are going to get into overcoming trauma and getting into the shadow sides of our lives. Some of us have had relatively easy upbringings. I would say that's probably actually been uh, my upbringing, which I'm very grateful for. And I feel like that's kind of given me a leg up to be able to help a lot of people in what I do. But some of us have come to that same conclusion in their lives of wanting to help people and become really good at it by actually overcoming trauma. It's almost like two different subsets of people can basically be really helpful for other people in this world that can come from various different backgrounds. Today we are going to be doing a little bit of a tell with the very beautiful Chelsea Forbes. Chelsea, how did you learn perseverance and overcome a challenging time in your life?
2: From when I was really young, I grew up around a lot of dysfunction and abuse and crime and addiction and... I always just had a feeling of wanting more, but I was very helpless when I was younger. I didn't have the skills or money or ability or role models to really help me, but I always had this desire inside of me to have a better life, and I had all these dreams, and I would actually spend a lot of time dreaming about what my life could be like and it was a really happy place for me in my Mm. mind and creating this what my life could be like and how I would like it to be and people's dreams start by or they're following through and actually accomplishing their goals start with thoughts so your thoughts manifest into words your words turn into your actions And Your actions turn into your behavior behavior becomes who you are and I had always had this desire for Happiness and so that's always been my goal in life. I struggled when I was younger I didn't have what I needed to be able to To get there, but I worked on it and worked on it and then I started to meet better and better people that were more of a positive influence in my life And I met one man in particular who was like my father figure. He was actually my grade 12 um, English teacher in alternative school. And we had a really great connection. And he really answered or asked me the right questions to make me think about things a little bit more and open my eyes to other areas of health and wellness and environment and being a good person. And so being surrounded by people that are positive and optimistic was helpful for me to move forward in the direction that I wanted to go in. And then for me personally, it was when I got pregnant with my son, when I was 19 years old, Um, that was the really big turning point for me. Like I had already started to make some really good changes in my life at that point, but I didn't have this incentive to really push forward until that time. And then I was like, you know what? I want to set a good example. I want to be the person that I've always dreamed of being and I need to take action And so I finished my grade 12, and I figured out what kind of career I wanted, and jumped through the hoops to get funding for school as a single mom when I was 19, and uh, had my program for massage therapy paid for, and I got to parent my son and and learn about health and wellness and it just opened up all these doors and I as I started to learn more and more about health and wellness I wanted to move in that direction and so I never let my past kind of drag me down I know that my past is who made me it is what made me who I am today and I have no regrets it was a part of my story Mm -hmm. However, I've always focused on moving forward into the future and also appreciating the present moment. It was a lot of my mental talk in my mind that helped me get through what I had went through. Keeping positive and reading positive things and being surrounded by positive people and learning about positive things. That is what helped me gradually shift my life and so I've had a huge transformation over the 13 years since I really started to make some big changes and now that I'm at this point in my life I can reflect on my past and learn about myself and how some of the things in my past have affected me now and just understand them and process them and so it was a journey it was a process and it's keep being persistent about wanting joy in my life and what that looked like and how to get it and just kept working towards it and understanding that my past was a piece of me and was something that i couldn't it didn't have a lot of control over when i was younger but not letting it hold me down i didn't want to let my past ruin my future so just letting it letting it go like really accepting that it was shitty it really sucked (laughs) however i now can grow from it and have a lot of life experience from it. And now that I've learned so much about positive things, I can now pay it forward and educate other people about what there is out there that can make you feel so good. Learn about yourself and and figure out what brings you happiness and excitement and do it. And there's sometimes people are like, well, I can't do it because of this, this, this and that. You have to have the desire, you have to have the capacity and you have to have the freedom to be able to follow your dreams and then you can overcome what it is that you experienced in your past. It's if you hang on to it, it's always going to pull you down. So you don't want to forget it because it's a piece of you, but you don't want to let it hold on to you. You want to outgrow it. And so that's how I've kind of focused my life and my
1: path. Well, you clearly know a thing or two about resilience. So what is resilience to you? And how did you learn this important life skill? So one of the things that I
2: am grateful for from my mom is learning how to be resourceful and to be strong in really tough, challenging times in your life and that you can crumble and surrender to it, but it doesn't bring you happiness. So you have to keep focusing on joy and happiness and what makes you feel just good and just work towards it and keeping persistent and keep moving forward. And sometimes you'll get a step back, but then you pick yourself up and you keep going. If you keep moving forward, eventually you get the change that you want. It might change and shift as you move forward. Your priorities and values may change. However, you're moving forward. You, instead of moving backwards and living in the past and and thinking about things that you can't change, you can't change your past. You have no control over that. And spending more of your time and your energy on Positive things and the present moment and the future, and seeing how far you've come, and not forgetting how far you've come Mm -hmm. along your journey, too. Because if you're always looking forward, you're not ever living, living unless you stop and enjoy right where you are. So it's about keep moving towards what makes you happy and just Mm -hmm. don't give
1: up. Mm -hmm. I can think of a really difficult time in my life, actually when both my mother and my sister were diagnosed with cancer within a month of one another. And yeah, it was, <laughs> it was pretty tough. My mother was diagnosed with estrogen-receptive breast cancer, which was uh, considered to be a side effect of her hormone replacement therapy, as uh, per her oncologist. And then my sister uh, developed a uh, reproductive cancer and uh, they both had surgery my mom had surgery and radiation and they're in remission now that's amazing thank the lord that must have been so difficult for all of you guys yeah it was really interesting and I actually you know at the beginning of this podcast I said oh I don't really feel like I've been through any trauma but looking back like That was a bit rough.
2: (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah,
1: and, you know, when it's happening to other people, you just really want to do everything you can to be there. So I went with my mother to all of her appointments for radiation, and then my mom and dad were able to go to Vancouver with my sister for her surgery, and I was actually taking a full course load and working as an ICU nurse at the same time in preparation to apply to medical school. So I was doing my organic chemistry at that time, and that's a really difficult course and I remember at the end of at the end of the semester because I completed everything which was great I I learned resilience I really did learn resilience at that point to keep balanced and um, my instructor said wow like I didn't know you were dealing with that I kind of wish you had told me actually and but I, I managed to get through the course which was which was great and what I did at that point was to be really proactive and I actually sought out counseling just to make sure that I was doing everything I could. I was actually playing hockey at the time cause I was at UVic. I got free ice time. I loved it. I was uh, being active. I was learning about ways, you know, the body and the mind work and, and physical sciences with organic chemistry. I was helping people as a nurse, but I made sure that I tuned in and checked in with a professional healthcare provider, like a a counselor to make sure I was doing everything properly so that I was looking after myself and then making sure I was supporting obviously some of the most important people in my life. That taught me resilience.
2: (laughs) Absolutely. And I am a firm believer of seeking help where you need it Mm -hmm. and understanding where you need help It takes time sometimes for people to realize where they are needing help. They are unaware of it. And being able to ask for help in whichever way that looks is actually very courageous. Mm -hmm. People will think it's a sign of weakness, but it is not. And so talking to somebody about crazy things that are happening in your life can be substantially beneficial for you mentally emotionally there are different levels of stress and people think of stress as that feeling of stress there are physiological responses to stress as Mm -hmm. well and stress can come from emotional stress which we see more nowadays than we used to before we would have that fight or flight response when we're trying to save our lives from the mammoth but now we have these yes (laughs) so now we have these very busy lives that we have a lot of expectations and we're multitasking all the time and it's very busy to get ahead and so there is a level of stress even though we're happy and we're going about our day we're still experiencing this pressure to accomplish what we want to accomplish or accomplish what other people want us to accomplish and it also affects our body as well as emotional stress from repressed feelings people want to be happy and positive and that's totally fantastic but you also have to like realize and be in tune with your feelings and understand that your feelings are valid and if you're feeling negative feelings then to process them and sort through them and going and talking to a counselor about your feelings in general, even mm-hmm. if you're a healthy individual and your life is really balanced, going and talking to somebody every so often just to like debrief on your life can be a sense of wellness, absolutely. And sometimes we don't recognize how challenging parts of our life can be until we reflect and we go, yeah, actually, even though I had a really good upbringing. It was really challenging when my hair was frizzy. And it was really challenging when I was told I was the ugliest girl in the world. Mm -hmm. And when my mom and sister had cancer and I was going to school full-time. And those are different challenges. People have different challenges. And just figuring out what it is that we need support in and seeking support for that is a huge
1: part of wellness and moving forward in life. And to know that you don't have to carry the burden all on your own absolutely so my background is that of a a christian background i come from a long lineage of incredible uh, women and my i've said this in other podcast episodes my great-grandmother was the second ordained female minister in canada so being able to really call on your you know your source your your heavenly father or whatever you want to call it we i really think that um we just have different names on one of the same thing in all honesty but to know that you really can just give up your difficult times or your anxieties that you don't have to carry it all on your own and to have amazing girlfriends right like Absolutely. that's you and i like to talk about things too uh speaking of girl time is galentine's day yes it is and to make sure that you start to develop that incredible support network for a while there when i was doing my uh my university i actually found it really difficult to identify or even really bond with women at that point in my life i almost felt like at that point like women were really judgy of each other and then just like boom all of these incredible women started showing up in my life i've never felt more supported and I just have like this amazing tribe (laughs) of women. Awesome. (laughs) But it's it's so it's so interesting. Like when you enter different cycles of your life and you're actually really more receptive to it. Like I was busy. My head was in the books for like a good eight years. And then, you you know, you're more receptive to actually listening to people. And then, you know, it, it all comes back to you. But what's really interesting is that I do counseling sessions every six months or so. And within the first five minutes of me meeting with a counselor, they usually say to me, why are you here? Like everything's good. And I'm like, well, just doing a check-in right and then you always kind of uncover things that that you can talk about and one thing I really wanted to talk about because you're an RMT and I've had uh it's what is it neuroemotional feedback or NET and that's a really powerful method to release blockages of emotions in your body
2: Mm -hmm. because our
1: body holds trauma and emotions absolutely i actually i've been in practice for massage for over nine
2: years and i had my first very clear somato emotional release on a client last week and Mm. she was in a car accident in november and she was on my table and we were working the area that after she had been hit by the car, she had the severe pain in her left suboccipital area that only lasted a period of, t- like a very short period of time and went away. But then when I was working on that area, she heard she was quivering, and she a mm. tear rolled down her eye. And, and I was just letting her know just to, you know breathe through it, feel it, be comfortable. Let me know if she wants me to stop what I'm doing and just to breathe, right. and uh, and then she slowly breathed and calmed down. But it's common for RMTs to have clients have somato emotional releases, especially when you're working with somebody who's had PT who has PTSD or has had a major trauma and you're working with the fascial system that mm-hmm. is often where it starts to unwind so your body does store we're now emotion. just really understanding more about the fascial system it is so fascinating have their own mitochondria. oh it is absolutely amazing the fascial system it's a web that's through your whole body it surrounds every structure in between your muscle fibers muscle spindles between your muscles your organs your skin and it wraps everywhere and when it's healthy it's gelatinous and has pliability and movement and when there's scar tissue or injury um, repetitive use it solidifies and it pulls on these areas and you can feel discomfort somewhere further down the line Mm -hmm. where it's actually originating from somewhere else scars are very fascinating because they disrupt the signal to your brain and it can create irregular muscle firing that's a whole nother topic so we do store emotions in our body and a lot of people do repress emotions and those emotions i'm reading a book by gabber mate when the body says no and it talks about chronic stress and how there's more and more studies about the long-term effects of chronic stress and emotional repression when you're younger and trauma and and, uh, and how it is linked to people who are getting cancer and ms and als and so it, you want to be positive and optimistic and move forward but you want to Look recognize your yet yeah, you want to recognize your feelings and your feelings are very valid even if they aren't what other people think you should be feeling your reality is feel- different you're feeling it for a reason mm-hmm. and your response to whatever it is that you're feeling like that could go back quite a ways to you know your teenagehood your childhood some sort of thing that had happened and so it's a process of self discovery and going and talking to a counselor you can start to unwind and discover these things and why you're responding to certain things why you have certain triggers like Mm -hmm. people have things that set them off quicker or they have little habits that they are you know over compulsive about and it can come from other things so if you start to really learn about yourself mind body and soul you can understand who you are why you're behaving the way you are why where your blocks are why they're blocks and then you then once you learn that, then you can move forward and be like, hey, how do I fix this? How do mm-hmm. I get through this? So part of my process, I think, with my childhood, because I didn't let my past affect me, I repressed it. So I'm going to re- write an autobiography, whether it's for myself or I publish it, just be brutally honest about the things that I remember and and feel those feelings and feel them raw. And, and just, people will
1: identify with that. Yeah, and
2: experience yeah. it and then just let it go.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: I have this little bin of all this memorabilia of things that I've collected over the years. Once I write this autobiography, I'm going to let go of all that stuff. Yeah. And just be like, you know what? You're a piece of my past. Mm-hmm. And that's my past. And I now want to move forward and
1: leave that... Not carried around yeah. with me, anymore. and there are really effective methods to actually help you do that. Mm-hmm. So it's finding providers. It's called NET uh, that can do that. And there's actually a few people in Victoria that are pretty amazing at it. I've had it done for the last eight years of my life, actually. That I think Little that's amazing. That that pop up that you just have no ideas in your awareness. And I think that people who are
2: resistant to talking to somebody about sorting through things that maybe they don't even know that they have to sort through, they're not quite ready right to understand why they have the issues that they have or mm-hmm. to be open to that because it can be scary to open up those wounds that you've kind of like tucked away. And it takes somebody who's brave and ready and growing and doing self-development to mm-hmm. be able to be like, "Hey, I want to figure out where my challenges are, work on them, and then I want to figure out
1: what are my strengths and build on them. Mm -hmm. And those weaknesses and strengths will actually continue to change throughout your lifetime. Absolutely. So
2: I think that it's important to constantly check in with yourself and figure out what direction you want to go in. Have a direction that you want to go in in general and then reassess and see if that needs to be shifted Mm -hmm. and so my path like I have ideas of where I want to go but I'm like this is where I'm headed but who knows it may change Mm -hmm. and my needs change as time goes on and different times of your life you prioritize certain things more than others and then after a little while it's like okay well where am I needing to spend where am I spending too much time and where do I need to spend more time like sometimes when you're going to school your schooling is really important it takes up a lot of your time you don't have enough time to do every single thing that's good for you every single day and then sometimes you know your fitness is really important sometimes your nutrition is like takes precedence and sometimes raising a child or um, changing a career those things can be what's really important but once you get to a certain point it's like okay so I need to pull in a little bit more of this and a little bit more of that spend a little bit less time on the computer spend more time reading or however that looks like for this you. the puzzle. Yeah and the puzzle mm-hmm. shifts. It's not the same puzzle. <laughs> it changes <laughs> all the
1: time. Yeah. yeah that's true. What do you wish you could tell your younger version? Oh I wish that I could tell my younger version is
2: that you can achieve anything that you put your mind to you just have to keep working on it that having that positive reinforcement and encouragement that everything's going to be okay and you will make your life what you want it to be you just have to figure out what that is and go for it Mm -hmm. and having that positivity towards like just keep going and it's It really feels good when you have somebody tell you that you're doing good and that you are beautiful and that you are smart and that you can make your life whatever you want. Like, hearing positive words and encouragement, it feels really good. And some
1: people need that more than others. Absolutely. It's something I absolutely crave is the encouragement.
2: Well, you are extremely good at encouraging other people. And you. Be, this is really challenging for me to be doing these podcasts and to do the uh, recorded interview and you're like you're doing so great and you look so great and you're killing it and high five and you're very positive and I love that energy about you it's mm. a re- like as soon as you walk in my door or I walk in your door I meet you you have a certain energy about you that's just radiates like positivity and health and wellness it's just like there's a bubble around you of loveliness and <laughs> it's really amazing to be around
0: oh
1: <laughs> sweetest thing ever. oh you're pretty sweet oh <laughs> thanks chelsea that was nice thank you so much for joining us chelsea for this incredible four part series where we talked about the benefits of massage therapy and our body yoga we're talking about body and beauty blocks like acne and frizzy hair and then getting through really important life events and how to come out on top it's been such a pleasure
2: i really really enjoy spending this time with you and being able to talk about these things and thank you so much for having me it was such a rush for me it's exciting it's out of my comfort zone and it makes me feel alive to be here and talking about these things that we've learned about and To share this information with other Mm -hmm. people that maybe can resonate with
1: them and help them. You're a wonderful healthcare provider and it's amazing collaborating with people like you. Ditto. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Rachel Varga podcast. Be sure to listen to all episodes in this series with Chelsea, where we dive into the benefits of massage therapy, yoga, overcoming acne, and building self esteem and growing through the shadow sides of our lives and how growth can make you a happier and healthier person. Chelsea, where can people find you?
2: Find me on Instagram at livelife.everyday.
1: I love it. That's an awesome handle. Good job, girl. Chelsea, thank you so much for joining us today and teaching us about the most important aspects that we need to start putting into play in our lives every single day to better align our body, mind, spirit. And you've heard me say this before, when all those pieces of the puzzle are aligned, that's when you're going to be your most beautiful self on the inside and out. Be sure to subscribe, leave a review, and do an Instagram story of you listening to these episodes because it helps other people find this podcast too. Continue the conversation at rachelvarga.ca where you can register for my newsletter and even pre-register for my upcoming multidisciplinary course for helping you age impossibly well. I'll drop the links in the show notes below. See you in the next episode.